Hello, and welcome to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast with your host, me, Hal Coleman, uncensored and unplugged. Pay attention, take lots of notes, because you're going to find out exactly how to get more new customers, more referrals, and grow your business. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuide.com. Well, greetings, folks. This is Hal Coleman. Welcome to another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Uh, Mike Stewart is here with me. Hello, Mike. Howdy, Hal. It's always good to do a podcast with my good buddy, Hal Coleman. Yeah, how long have we been working together? 35 years? Oh, geez. I, I, I believe you were in my studio. My first studio, you used to go into the bathroom where the microphone was. Oh, you remember those days? Yeah, let's, don't, let's don't go there, Mike. Let's don't go there. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm excited because guess what? We've got some guests on here today. Do you know it's the and, first uh, time we've ever had live guests on the show? It's always been you and me, and I'm I'm going to look forward to muting my microphone and listening. Well, you go ahead and mute it, and, I, and I'm going to turn it over to uh, Blaine Elkers, Andrew Grease, and Chuck Troutman, because you know what they're going to do? They're going to tell us how to raise our profits. They've got a big event coming up called Raise Your Profits Weekend, and I had a pest control business for 18 years, and I joke about the fact that it was a nonprofit business because profit uh, is, a, is a slippery slope. So, uh, Blaine, Andrew, Chuck, glad to have you guys on here. Hey, thank you so much, uh, Hal. Really appreciate it, and uh, happy to share a little bit about profit and and uh, kind of what it takes to raise profit. So we're we're excited to to do that, and um, uh, the three of us have been together in mastermind groups, uh, working together to help businesses, uh, specifically in the pest control industry, to raise their profits. And so we also have uh, Andrew on the line. Uh, he's the CEO and founder of Q Spray. Uh, Andrew, are you with us? I am right here, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. All right. And then also Chuck Troutman, CEO and founder of the Arizona Marketing Association. I know you've done over half a billion dollars in sales. Uh, are you there? Yes, I am. And welcome, everybody. All right. Well, uh, you know, we look at, at, at profit, right? And you're looking at your business and, you know, you kind of have the what we call the, the, the top line, which is sales, the bottom line, which is profits. And then the sideline we call kind of operations and, um, and, and maybe like employees and things like that. And so what we look at in the area of businesses, especially in pest control, 
is looking, how do we uh, increase the profits? And I know in 2017, I believe uh, the pest control industry, it's uh, in the U.S., maybe it's 12 billion, projected to be 13 billion in, in, in 2020. Uh, but when you look at the profit margins of the pest control businesses, uh, some are actually under 10%. Now, average, maybe it's closer to 20%, but it's, uh, you know, that profit is, is really an important factor of you not only staying in business, but also taking more money home. And when we look at like uh, top line sales, let's say, you know, you have $1,000 in sales, you have a 20% profit margin, that's, a, you know, uh, $200 in profit, right? And if you raise your sales by $1,000, right, uh, and, and you're operating at a 20% profit margin, you just saved yourself, you know, $200 in additional profit. But if you look at bottom line, so if you were to, instead of raising your sales by $1,000, you cut your expenses by $1,000, that whole $1,000 drops down to the bottom line. So you would have an extra $1,000 in profit. So that's kind of five times, uh, you, you know, um, the, the sales increase. So, so you, you want to really look at, uh, you know, if you're looking at your profit, you want to look at, yes, how can you increase sales, but how can you also increase profit? And so... Um, the three of us actually, uh, along with another industry icon, Pat, uh, Ben Hauser, uh, we're actually putting together a weekend to raise your profits. But we want to spend a little bit of time today talking about what are some things you could do, you know, in your business to, uh, you know, raise your profits. And so I'll, uh, I'll start and I'll talk a little bit about uh, my favorite, what we call the profit levers, which, which is price elevation. Uh, and then uh, Andrew Greasy, he actually wrote a book called uh, Stop Spraying Money Down the Drain. Uh, and, and so he'll he'll talk a little bit about uh, some things you can do in the area of, of equipment and, and some things from his book. And then Chuck Troutman actually has written a couple of books uh, uh, in this area and has owned a bunch of businesses himself. And he'll talk a little bit about you know how you, how you could increase profits. But for me, Let's talk a little bit about my favorite one, which is uh, price elevation. And, and so price elevation is how can you raise your prices without, without um, you know, really increasing your costs that much? And so there's a leveraged power that comes from raising your prices. Like we talked about before, you know, let's say um, your, your average price, just to keep the numbers easy, is $1,000 uh, you know, per customer, say, over a year period of time, if you were to raise the prices by 10%, right, then you'd be charging $1,100. But that extra $100 would drop down to the bottom line. So again, if we go back to that 20% profit margin at a $1,000 sale, you'd make $200. But if you raise the price to $1,100, that extra $100 drops to the bottom line, which uh, which would give you $300 in profit. So your profit went from $200 to $300. What is that? That's a 50% increase, right? So a 10% increase in profits created a 50% a 50 um, you know, in prices created a 50% increase in profits. So there's that huge power of being able to raise your prices and realize that if you're at a smaller profit margin, uh, that price elevation could even have more of an impact. Um, we also find that simple uh, studies show that the number nine works well as the end of a price. So a lot of times people who are charging, say, $80 for a service, just raising it to $89, that small effect, the customer doesn't really feel the impact of that, but you feel the impact of those profits. So look for ways that you could 
raise your profits. The other tip I'll give uh, in the area of profits is that sometimes people are, are afraid, business owners, uh, myself included. I was afraid to raise the profits because, oh, no, what if I lose customers? Um, and so one strategy we used with, with uh, some pest control owners is to create a new product. Uh, we call it the VIP product, but create a new bundle of product that is actually much more expensive than your current profits. Right. Uh, I mean, then your current products. And so what I mean by that is if you had a service that's $80, uh, you know, a month, uh, you would actually create some product and service that was $120 a month and you'd add in some other things. Maybe it's a Saturday uh, willing to come on a Saturday. Maybe you're bundling in some other services. But by creating that higher ticket item. What you'll find is some, small small percentage, but some will want that VIP service. So you'll get a few people at that higher level uh, pricing, but you'll also find it easier to sell and you'll get more customers um, in the mid-range price because you have that higher price. Uh, so that's just another another strategy that you can uh, that you can easily use. So so Andrew or Chuck, any any comments on on price elevation before we move on to another topic? Uh, just a quick one in uh, in my second book, Nine Rules for Business Prosperity in the New Economy. I, uh, I I wrote a chapter on the difference between being an entrepreneur and and being a business owner. And in that, there's a section on the miracle of price elasticity, which pretty much uh, talks about what uh, what you say, uh, uh, Blaine. And in that uh, part of that book, which we'll cover at the Raise Your Profits Weekend, is it shows some math about how raising your prices you can afford to lose a little business and still make considerably more money. Oh, yeah. Well, this well, is, so. a, this yeah, is Andrew, and a lot, of our, a lot of our clients in the pest control business, a lot of pest control operators and companies uh, face quite a bit of price competition, so they are concerned that they can raise prices. And there are some strategies that you can use that make it a little bit easier. So, for example, if you identified your worst customers or your least profitable customers and raise the prices on them first and see how it worked, then you could – uh, see and anticipate what the effect would be on your better customers. And if you lost a few of your worst customers, it probably would do you some, your business good anyway. And frankly, uh, I, I've talked to so many people and they, they always worry about raising their prices. They raise them a bit and nothing happens. No one notices. But if you start with your worst customers and you lose a few, you're still way ahead. Uh, yeah, this well, is Hal. This is Hal. Could I make a comment there? Yeah, uh, Hal, jump in. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I found having there again, had my own business for 18 years and had to raise my prices from time to time. And we fear that, but I found if, if you're, if you're clear about why you're raising your profits, your customers don't have a problem with it. If you just raise it, they might, but as long as you can explain why, and I'm raising them because, you know, that because will usually make it, make it an easy pill for them to swallow. Uh, yeah, good, great, great point. And, and sometimes the other thing that uh, a lot of companies do is they raise the prices on the new customers coming in, uh, you know, as a test as well. So that then you're not necessarily going back, you know, to, to the existing customers. But that's a, a great, great point. Great point. So, Andrew, maybe tell us a little bit about I know you're the uh, you know CEO and founder of QSpray. Maybe tell us a little bit about QSpray, but then, um, you know, maybe tell us something from that, that, that book you wrote, uh, Stop Spraying Money Down the Drain. Okay, well, QSpray.com is a website that focuses on pest control equipment. And when it comes to pest control equipment, most people view it as, you know, the, the first thing they ask is, what does it cost? 
And in my opinion, the biggest impact of pest control equipment on cost is not what it what you pay for it up front, it's what it does for you every day in the field. How much does it make you? Or if it's not working, how much does it cost you? And so what I'd like to talk about is the fact that we, we not only sell a, a whole lot of pest control equipment, we, we fix a lot of pest control equipment. We do tons of repairs every day in our shop. And our team estimates that probably almost 50% of all the repairs we do are absolutely completely avoidable. And when you think about it, if you're having a piece of equipment repaired, you've got downtime, you've got you know, your missed appointments, you're paying your technicians or yourself uh, to sit in a, in a waiting room rather than out uh, servicing customers and making money. There's, you also have to travel to the repair shop to get the work done. So you got extra gas and, and windshield time that's not creating revenue. So that, that downtime, in my opinion, is, is a big impact on profitability. And to the extent we can reduce that downtime without any significant expenditure of time or money, I think that's worth doing. And so I'd like to share three tips to significantly reduce the downtime of your pest control equipment. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, awesome. Go ahead. Okay. So the first, and these are going to sound pretty obvious, but I can't tell you how often we see this stuff. So it, it sounds obvious, but it isn't because we're getting paid every day. The first one is check and clean your filter. So whether you're, whether it's a B&G or a backpack or a power sprayer, if you will check and clean your filter regularly, you will avoid so many problems and so much downtime. It's, it's not even funny. And I can't even tell you the number of customers we have who I can't even tell you the number of customers we have who pay us to check and clean their filter. In fact, we have a joke in our shop that it doesn't matter what, the, when a technician comes in with a piece of equipment and, and has a problem, it doesn't matter what they tell us, we'll go, we'll go check and clean the filter. Because so many times that is the cause of, boy, there's some real background noise there. The, the clogged filter is the cause of so many equipment problems. It's just, uh, it's unbelievable. And, uh, the number of times we get paid to just clean someone's filter is crazy. So if I were the if I owned a pest control company, I would have my techs checking their filter every day and cleaning it as necessary because that's just an easy, easy fix. The clog filter causes so many problems downstream. It can can starve your pump and cause your pump to die. It can allow debris to get into uh, downstream things like the tip of your gun, all of which are just going to cause downtime. Okay. Nice. The second point. I, the second point I'd share is release the pressure. Most of the equipment we use as pest control experts, whether it be a compressed air sprayer like a B&G or a Birchmeyer backpack or a power sprayer, uses pressure. And to the extent um, you leave that equipment under pressure for extended periods of time, you're going to reduce the life of some of, some of that equipment. So, for example, if, if you know a lot of our work in the pest control business is done in the summer, so it might be you know, 90 degrees outside, but it could be 10 or 20 degrees hotter on your truck. And so we encourage our customers to, to tell their techs to release the pressure at the end of every stop, whether it's your B&G or your backpack or your power sprayer, release the pressure after every stop. And we used to say release the pressure at the end of the day, but they forget. And so they put the equipment away for the night under pressure. And if you release the pressure, you are going to be extending the life of all the soft stuff, the, the hoses, the gaskets, the O-rings, all the rubber stuff will have a much longer life and have fewer problems if you release the pressure after every stop. And there's some ways to do it. Obviously, you don't want to be putting chemical where it doesn't belong. Um, we have some specific techniques for that, but releasing the pressure will absolutely extend the life of, of all your equipment. And the last point I wanted to share is clean it out. And uh, again, we see lots of equipment 
that comes in and that really all it needs is a good cleaning. And again, customers pay us to clean it. And if it's a really mess, we'll tell them, no, you, you know, this is even too messy for us. You got to clean this. And techs just get in a hurry or they forget or they don't want to or whatever the story is, they don't clean their equipment out. And what happens is the, the, there's a buildup of chemical, there's residue, and it builds up in the tank. And eventually it comes, it can come loose and clog filters. And I'm talking now about a B&G or a backpack or even a power sprayer. This debris comes loose and starts clogging things, clogs tips, clogs filters, can damage or destroy a pump. And so if you regularly clean out your equipment, you will avoid quite a few problems. The, uh, the best example of this I ever saw, we had a, it was actually a landscaper who was applying fertilizer in a big, it was a big 500 gallon tank. It was this heavy green fertilizer. And I'll never forget it because they, had, they hadn't cleaned out their, their sprayer in years. And they came in and said, our pump doesn't work. And we looked in the tank and there was eight inches of solid fertilizer in the bottom of this tank. Mm. And the pickup tube was totally clogged. Every single, filth, every single fitting was ab absolutely clogged with a green fertilizer. The pump was a total loss. The tank was a total loss. All the fittings had to be replaced. And I remember this because we had to take a, a chainsaw to cut up the tank. And one of my uh, technicians came to me, had a big chunk of like a, a seven or eight inch thick chunk of fertilizer. And he said, hey, can I take this home for my trees? And I no. said, well, you got to call, we'll call the customer and ask him. But that was the extreme example of not cleaning out your system. And it totally destroyed, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment. So, you know, in the pest control industry, uh, we triple rinse our containers when we're done with, before we throw them away. I would be triple rinsing my tank and then running clean water through my sprayer regularly. And those are three tips that I think will save all our listeners quite a bit of time and money. Nice. Uh, love it. Love it. So the filter, the pressure, and keep it clean. Uh, awesome. Yep. Great, uh, great tips. Thank you, Andrew, for that. Uh, and then finally, uh, you know, Chuck, I don't know if you want to uh, share a tip. I know from you, uh, we, you're, you're really good with the guerrilla marketing weapons. I think we have over 100 that we share in our Raise Your Profits weekend. I know that uh, we also share 21 strategies for immediate income from existing customers. Uh, you're big on that. And the other thing I really, that I learned most, I think, from you, Chuck, was the fact that sometimes I'm at a loss, uh, you know, for creativity. And one time you shared a website with me that had, I don't know, 70 or 80 different holidays that happened each month, uh, you know, and it was, uh, it was phenomenal. So I, I don't know, do you, uh, do you have something that, uh, that you could share with the listeners today? I, I do. And we're going to cover some of the things you just mentioned, of course, on the Raise Your Profits weekend in March in Dallas. But uh, uh, I'm going to talk about getting maximum value out of your day. And I'm not talking about time management, although that's important. But these are, you know, if you were the owner of this company, if you can get maximum value out of your day, you will undoubtedly make more money, which will make you more profitable. So uh, one of the mistakes that we see people make is they permit others to dictate their schedule for them. So you have a plan for the day, Mr. Pest control owner and your employees change your schedule for you so you don't get that done that's a, a, a big time uh, waster for you and so you can't tolerate time vampires you know we're coming up on spring training it's just starting in in Arizona and Florida uh, right now so I kind of suggest a, a three strike and you're out whether that be an employee a vendor even a client after you've explained to them why their behavior is incompatible with the way that you work and are interfering with your productivity uh, and describe the substitute behavior you desire, particularly with vendors and employees. Uh, you sit them down and talk to them, and then it's, you know, strike one, strike two, strike three, and you're out next. So if you have vampires sucking away your time, make a list and have a talk with them. 
The other major thing where you can increase your profits is not permitting yourself uh, to become a commodity. And we hear that all the time from pest control owners. There's so much competition, we feel like they're uh, commoditized. So they feel weak and vulnerable and, and afraid of doing anything that might affect their pricing. So it's a fundamental issue of, uh, of, of power, and you have to hustle and, and fix it. So we'll talk a little bit in the conference about altering your marketing to, to make you more powerful and make you able to, to, to do this. Uh, you have to become uh, fearless, and we're going to show you how. And, uh, and of course, some other things are, are pretty basic, you know, like operating without a target. If you, Blaine, you have a favorite saying. I mean, if you, what's the shortest distance between point A and point B? Because if you don't know, it's probably going to take longer, right? So. Right, exactly. <laughs> Also, we're going to cover because because Blaine has got a great sheet that that uh, discusses in the graphic form what what I just talked about, and it's the the ten thousand dollar hour. It's being able to set yourself up. I mean, you should not be doing twenty dollar an hour work. You should be paying people for that. You should be doing one hundred and one thousand and even ten thousand dollar an hour work. And we're going to show you how to do that uh, in Dallas in March. All right, fantastic, Chuck. And and some of those things, you know, people think, oh, a ten thousand dollar hour, that that's not possible. And and it is possible for you. Um, now, it's possible for you to make ten thousand dollars in an hour, maybe selling a big client, but also looking at the value of that hour over time. So if you spend an hour, like we began this podcast talking about price elevation, if you spend an hour to raise your prices ten percent, or even figure out how to do that on new customers, and then how many new customers are are you going to have coming in over the next, you know a year, five years, 10 years, and what is the cumulative value of all that? Same thing about delegation. Sometimes people think, ah, I don't want to delegate this stuff out, but you realize that when you save, it's not just saving the one hour, uh, it, you know, you delegate something that, that takes you an hour a week or even 20 minutes a week, but you compound that over the weeks and the months and the years, it becomes really, really valuable. So there's a couple of things to, to start to raise your profits, some things you could take right now and start to use, uh, some ways you could raise your profits uh, from an equipment side that Andrew shared as well. And so we are uh, would like to invite you uh, to our Raise Your Profits weekend. It's uh, going to be on March 23rd and 24th in Dallas, Texas. And so for you, I mean, we're looking to double your profits in just that one weekend, right? Double your profits just in that one weekend. And we're going to talk about top line stuff and sales. We're going to talk about bottom line profits. And we're going to talk about sideline hiring, uh, you know, staffing issues, th things like that. Uh, you're going to meet other pest control owners there. Um, you know, we're going to show you how to get more clients at a lower cost. We're going to talk about hiring strategies. And we always end our weekend, and this is uh, kind of really where the rubber meets the road, we always end our Raise Your Profits weekend with an implementation action plan to ensure that you get results, you know, after the excitement of the event is long gone. So you've, you may have attended an event in the past, but you're going to leave with an action plan. Um, uh, and we like to keep it small. We like to keep those action plans for the next 90 days uh, and, and really make sure that, uh, that, that, that you apply what you learn. We're also going to help you grow personally as well. We've got some mindset stuff and also some stuff to help your employees mindset as well. So for that, uh, I think we only have about six seats left, but we do want to offer uh, how your listeners a discount. They can go to raiseyourprofitsweekend.com and uh, and if they'll enter the promo code HAL, H-A-L, they can actually get $200 off um, the first person. If they want a second attendee, they can actually get 
$600 off that second attendee. So we're, we're happy to be guests on your call. Hope we added a little value. And uh, I'll turn it back over to you, Hal. Oh, listen, guys, this was great. I'm sitting here taking notes myself. Almost makes me want to start another pest control business. (laughs) Makes me want to go, Andrew, you make me want to go out and buy a spray rig just so I can take care of it. I know a guy will sell you one. Yeah, I do too. Well, listen, guys, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking time out to be on the show today. I've I've been looking forward to having you. uh, And and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and and let everybody in my circle know and mail out to my list uh, about your event. I think it's going to be great. And, uh, and hopefully uh, you'll fill up those seats and send some people away with some great, you know, our, our Mike and I do, do this podcast and everything we do. It's not about us. It's about our, our uh, listeners and our viewers and our followers, because we're in the business of helping people. And when, when we help them, that's, that's good for everybody. So thank you. Uh, for being on the show today. Uh, Hopefully we can do this again, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the future. All right, take care. Thanks so much. Yeah, Helen, Mike, thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and on your phones and in Stitcher on your Android. But more importantly, go to our website, pestcontrolmarketingpodcast.com, subscribe to our email list to always be notified of new episodes. You're never going to want to miss what we've got coming up next, and you never know what we're going to be able to do to help you with your pest control marketing.